0: I want to talk about the first time I uh, the first time I played in Wuhan in, in China. Um, I was in the middle of uh, it was the second tour of of China and Southeast Asia that I would that I had done with uh, my band, Handsome Furs. We'd played uh, played great shows in Tianjin, Beijing, and Shanghai, and Tianjin being kind of an extension of Beijing. Uh, please don't get mad at me, but that's what it felt like to me. Um, um, I had never really been to a city in China that was not, um, more or less geared towards international travelers interfacing with it. And, uh, I would, you know, I got on a train in high speed train in Shanghai, loaded all of our equipment on, which was, uh, a total catastrophe, but we got on the train, uh, rocketed to Wuhan. And when I got there, I, I, I kind of had the feeling that I was, uh, experiencing, china in the moment uh in a a more realistic way than being in like uh, a coffee shop in shanghai or something you know (laughs) like
1: yeah i mean that's not real china full disclosure shanghai is not china a lot of chinese people (laughs) say that about shanghai (laughs) and uh even my stepmom who is a shanghai native says shanghai is not china so it's like
0: (laughs) it's you hear heard it here first Mm -hmm um so we yeah we we arrived in wuhan and it was august and it was punishingly hot and the first thing that happened was the guy who was supposed to get us to our hotel had a meltdown because it was so hot and crowded in the parking garage he had taken us into uh in the hopes to get a taxi um he then argued with a with the kind of little old lady who had a minivan but with that was already filled with people um Mm-hmm. and came up with a brilliant idea that we would split up, uh, which I shot down because uh, I'd already done this once and it resulted in me getting lost in uh, Ho Chi Minh City for three and a oh, half no. hours.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> so we waited until like there was a decent sized minibus, loaded all of our shit in, uh, went immediately to the club. We played at this place called Vox Club, um, which is in sort of central Wuhan the hotel was next door um the hotel was on like the 28th floor of this bizarre mixed-use office building and to get to the hotel lobby you had to go up in an elevator and cross through an entire floor's worth of super sketchy like casino type area mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay yeah so after a very stressful day of traveling we were like okay ready we checked in the hotel by
2: the way i'm looking at uh vox club's uh uh uh, resident advisor uh page uh their last event is in 2018 and
0: the one before that
2: is 2013 yeah uh techno night in wuhan
0: amazing i I think they mostly do punk so like vox
2: is not a cheesy chinese club says their uh uh, entry on resident advisor oh my god that's that's what it says
1: that is it wow
2: yeah, I, how you, okay. How you, I'm going
1: to assume that they wrote it themselves uh, because I also yeah. have an artist page on RAA and I had to write the bio myself.
2: Yeah. So I, I think they do say, I think they say they refer to our and we. So I do believe they wrote it themselves. It's a real bar with good music and cool people. It's also the center of Wuhan's vibrant underground rock scene. Check out the upcoming shows page for calendar events or just come in. You've got foosball, pool, cheap beer, and good finger foods.
0: Pretty good. I did not try the finger foods at Fox Club. I don't know if they were available. When I there. Oh, Wait, but, is this
1: your pick? Uh, is this your? I mean, there's a man in an adult diaper in this picture. Uh,
0: that's me. <laughs> yeah. that's knew the- it.
1: I knew it was you.
2: Um, uh, Dan, where's that for religious reasons? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Please don't mock my belief system.
1: <laughs> that's actually really cool. I didn't know that they did shows. In Wuhan, because uh, like well, on my China tour, I did not get to go. I I, I had to go to Wuhan t- because I was visiting family there, but I didn't have any shows there, so it was kind of kind of cumbersome to have to like travel there from like in between.
0: Yeah. To yeah,
1: yeah. um, but I did play in my in the city where I was born, and that was really funny. <laughs> Anyways, continue with your story.
0: So. You know, we set up to play the show, and it's punishingly hot, right? Like it's it's August in in Wuhan. It's it's just fucking brutal, and the air conditioning is kind of half working in the in the venue. We we're playing with this band, this local band called Av Okubo, uh, and 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 it was really interesting to meet them because all the other Chinese bands I'd played with, um, they'd mostly been like their families are like educators or uh sort of somehow involved in politics local politics and these guys were just straight up working class dudes two of them worked in a factory one of them drove a freight train uh they're kind of like kind of like perubu almost the peru okay. sort of like the perubu of Wuhan um so we you know we went out for food we the the place fills up with people it's really rowdy and avi akubo goes on and the first thing that happens is the bass player freaks out uh Hmm. because somebody shoots him in the neck with a pellet gun from the balcony
2: oh Oh, no (laughs) I hate to see that and every if i'm getting if i'm gearing up to play bass and someone shoots me in the neck with a pellet gun from a balcony that is a Dave release. Yes,
0: <laughs> The local promoter then explains. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, oh, they're just it's like an opposing gang. These guys don't like Avia Kubo. And I was I was like, what if I want you let them into the show? Why do they have pellet guns? <laughs> like, so it's the rest of the show is just total chaos. The bass player is just yelling at these guys in the balcony. They're playing. They played great, but it was it was just very chaotic. Um, the crowd is just keyed up. We get on stage and it's so hot that like during the first song, I pouring sweat into my guitar and my guitar just completely shorts out. Like, oh. is it just, is it just buckets of sweat. Uh, we continue playing. I passed out maybe two or three times during the show just from like, <laughs> just from heat.
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> and and the crowd is super super rowdy. Uh, after the show, we all went out for noodles and uh, sat in a courtyard and um and then went back to the weird hotel we were staying in and got absolutely loaded uh and, the, <laughs> and then i had to get up early for the morning train wait but, so
1: hang on a second you're yeah, telling me yeah. that rock bands get don't get loaded during the show they get loaded after
0: oh well i couldn't get loaded during the show because i was like this it's too hot to get fucked up like if I'm if I'm drunk, something something awful is going to happen. Like I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that the show went off without a hitch. You know, yeah. So yeah. I, you got to get through. I gotta it. You got to get through it. Yeah. Um, so
1: professional. You're the silent majority of uh, working rock bands. Uh, people who are like, not don't get fucked up when they're performing for very valid reasons.
0: I mean, I have gotten completely obliterated before performing, but I think at this point in my career, like like 2011, I was like. I was like, people paid to see this show. I'm in China. People paid good money to see my ass play a show. I'm gonna do the best job I can. Um,
1: I I've always, uh, for as long as I've performed in this industry, uh, worked as a touring artist. I've had that mentality, but I think it's because I didn't. I was a late bloomer. I didn't start doing this like professionally until well into my 30s, and uh, you know, my 20s was. I was puke girl, you know, in my twenties, my <laughs> friends know me as puke girl and I've been to the emergency room for being too loaded. Uh, you know, uh, I feel like I've been there, done that. And I, I don't want to do that when I'm performing. Uh, and it's just, uh, I have this very negative perception of people who don't take their job seriously and think it's all fun and games. They're, they also internalize that thought that it's not work because, mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. it's fun but at the end of the day yes it is a job you need to take it fucking seriously and i'm certainly not like the jack masters of the world that you know take a shit in the kettle in the green room which was like huge controversy a few years back when jack master uh assaulted some uh, sexually assaulted uh some uh staff at a club and also took a shit a literal shit into a tea kettle in the green room of backstage and there was a big cancellation campaign after it was really something
0: that's not me i'm not you know i'm not shitting in the kettle
1: yeah no yeah. well who does that literally who does that i don't get yeah. it
0: and like hey, hey you know what here in it, it, it,
2: it, rock music and dance music clasping hands <laughs> shitting in the toilet yeah, exactly <laughs> shitting your doo-doo ass yes. in the toilet
1: i love to shit in a toilet you know, Shit your
0: doo-doo and- ass yeah. in a toilet baby let's
2: yeah like, you're gonna be you're gonna go really far in this industry so long as you make sure that your doo-doo ass is shitting in a toilet <laughs> exactly. right. right uh
0: see so yeah, steps towards uh you know a good music career step one poop in the toilet uh, <laughs>